0: All right, before we get into our seven habits that could be just crushing your time and productivity, um, I want to just kind of pre frame a little bit of expectations for this. Yes, I'm going to dive into the seven habits, um, but I'm going to try to keep it fairly short. My last live stream was like 45 minutes. Trying to do this one in under 20. All right, that's the goal. See if I can stick to it. I'm already two and a half minutes in. Where'd the time go? So, okay. I'm still going to pre-frame more. Time is one of those things that people create language around. And mostly they define their existence by this. And it's just an excuse. So here is what I'm talking about. You ask a friend Uh, If they want to go have lunch, "Ah, I'm just so busy, I don't have time. They say that all the time, right? And I don't really get it. It, You know, I was in that mode um, eight years ago when when I first opened my micro gym. I was just running like a chicken with my head cut off, and I was busy, 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 because I thought that being busy would make me more successful. And then if everybody else saw how busy I was, then hopefully it would be Sort of a leadership tactic. Well, uh, turns out the things that we say uh, come true. So that uh, with self-talk saying, oh, I'm too busy or I don't have time. S- vocalizing these things literally makes them come true. Okay. So now that that's out of the way, you not having time is a mindset issue. Okay. Uh, I have multiple businesses they're they're all very varying levels of intensity, they're all very successful, but they require time and productivity. They also have twenty month old twins. I also have a wife that still works. She loves being a firefighter and she's not gonna stop working, even though she could if she wanted to. So she works forty eight hour shifts. So she's gone. Literally she leaves at six AM. And she's gone for two days, okay, and then she comes back. So that leaves me alone with my twins. So I don't have the option to have a standard Monday through Friday 9 to 5 gig. Uh, but what I do is I put into four days what most people get done in 14, okay? So that's the reason that I, I know a little bit about this subject from my own trial and error, but also... Uh, I've read, I actually went to Amazon and I typed in books on time and productivity and there were like a top 10 list and you can do the same. I'm not going to tell you how to Google. Um, I've like read all of them and even gone further with some of the authors and done their little systems and courses. So I'm like, huh, I actually am way more advanced in this topic than basically all of my colleagues. There's a couple of them that are a little bit higher level than me, uh, these are the guys doing, uh, one of my mentors, for example, he does a million dollars a week, okay? His level of productivity is off the charts, and he has more free time than I do. So once again, as we level up, this time and productivity thing, it's really a mindset. Now, there are certain systems that we dive into, and uh, I have my own productivity system. That's not what this live stream is about. Uh, This live stream is about productivity killers. Uh, So before we get into what productivity is, I want to define it for you. Uh, For those of you guys that don't know, I majored in economics and I had a minor in business. Economics is still very interesting to me. My original path uh, when I graduated was in the finance world and I hated it. And long story short, not going into what that was. But I want to define what productivity actually is. And we can apply this to big business, but for us, I want you to apply this to you, assuming you are a coach, a solopreneur, uh, or maybe a consultant, or something of that nature. Maybe you're a salesperson. So what productivity is in the actual equation, if I were to write it out, it's P, productivity equals units of output on the top divided by units of input. Okay, so if we think about this we're used to saying "All right, let's put in more, let's put in more, let's put in more, but it doesn't necessarily help this equation because if we're only outputting a certain amount P, the other side of the equation, is actually decreasing. So The idea with to optimize productivity is to have the least level of input for the greatest output. Okay, that's the economics way of explaining it. So in other words, do more with less time, the least amount of time possible. And it looks like Diane just joined us, giving her a wave. Hope you're doing well, Diane. So with that said, I want you to start considering this. If you're in that mindset where you're making excuses and you're saying, I'm too busy for X, I'm too busy for Y, or I'm too busy for Z, what are you really doing, right? Like I had a – I'm not going to name names right now because I'm pretty sure this friend of mine is in this group. But I had a friend in college, and we used to study together. And, man, he – a different major than mine, but he would study for – Eight to 12 straight hours and I used to just think he was the hardest worker but then when we would study together I found out what he was actually doing in those sessions it was a lot of having side conversations right Uh, getting on the internet looking things up just kind of you know he's there physically but mentally he's not quite engaged so I learned I could get everything that I needed to get done in about 45 minutes, but I found that I did a better job when I actually didn't work with him because he was so distracted all the time. But he thought he was working hard because he was putting in all the time. And that type of behavior, that's a habit. doesn't matter what it goes into. We see this all the time in, um, you know, at your office. If you're, you're likely an entrepreneur if you're listening to this, uh, but think about that mentality of somebody who just shows up to work, whether you own the business or not, because I've been a, I've been in this pitfall. If you just show up and you're there from 9 to 5, or entrepreneurs show up like I used to do, and I was there from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. or later, we tell ourselves that we're being productive and we're doing a lot. But when chances are, if you're tracking your actual, what you're doing, what you're actually putting in, It's probably not really all that much. So how to how to understand this, the place to start, which is every time I talk about this from the energy standpoint, from a fitness standpoint, from a revenue standpoint, it all has to do with a starting place or numbers. So you can't. It's impossible. This is not one of the seven habits, by the way. It is impossible to. Manage something that you don't know where you're at. So for example, when I jump on the phone with, uh, an entrepreneur and they want to, they want to do say 50k a month in their client business. And I say, where are we at now? And they don't know. They don't know their numbers. It's impossible to make that leap. If they were at 40k a month, I could guarantee them that, you know, after, almost guarantee them, after doing some digging that we could get them to 50. If they're doing 3k a month, that's a much bigger gap, but it's a much different process to get there. Same with this time and productivity thing. If you don't know how you're spending your time, it's impossible to know where the areas are to improve it. So, uh, I recommend using, there are a million apps now. There used to be just a couple, but they're time tracking apps, and the idea is and you can do it with with software on your desktop on your phone it's really easy uh, because it's just digital well-being uh, it's uh, whether or not you have ios or android it's in the settings you can just look at it at the end of the day and how are you spending your time on that device that's easy same type of apps apply to the desktop and we're going to dive into that in one of our um, time killing habits or zap time zapping habits in a second here But I just wanted to make that point that I can list all these things and I can go into my amazing productivity system that I give my clients, but none of it is actually going to do anything for you if you don't know where you're starting. So that's my first tip before I go into the seven habits is track your time. How much time are you watching TV? How much time are you on Facebook? How much time are you reading? How much time are you? Writing, how much time are you spending in marketing and sales? How much time are you spending in program management, program development? How much time are you spending on finance and legal, right? Uh, and now you see where I'm going with this. I bet you, because this is 100%, every single person that I've worked with, starting with myself, I'm not above this, every time we do the time analysis, it is eye-opening, to find out how much time we are wasting on a daily basis on crap that's not pushing us to our goals. Soapbox over. Here we go with the seven habits. Number one is lack of sleep. Okay. It's been popularized by some of the more entrepreneur celebrities out there that we don't sleep and then we get more done. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Stuff like that. Well, lack of sleep actually really, really kills your time and therefore your productivity. You, If you're not mentally present or you don't have energy throughout the day because you're not sleeping, it's a big, big problem. Plus, you can't properly recover, restore, rejuvenate, or catalog information into the brain. So it is a complete productivity killer, uh, probably the worst of all. So fix your sleep. Number two, uh, and I was kind of alluding to this earlier, I, I call this bad app habits. Uh, but it applies to both the phone and the desktop so if you're you know playing candy crush on your phone for four hours a day and you can't for the life of you ever take a chunk out of uh, the sop that you need to write for your team uh, it's just not going to happen right same with the desktop some of you guys myself included are deep in the weeds in social media advertising so When you go into Facebook Ads Manager, luckily, it's easy enough to not get distracted. But some of the other ads managers out there, like YouTube, for example, a little bit easier to get distracted. If you don't turn off notifications, they're constantly buzzing you all the time. So if you don't have a process for having a good habit of staying laser focused when you're doing your productivity work, uh, that is absolutely going to zap your time and productivity. It is, it is probably the lowest hanging fruit of all the stuff that I'm going to say right, right here. Bad app habits, um, and like I said, you can you can track that with software. Poor food choices is number three. Uh, if you don't fuel your body the right way. You don't have the right mental energy to be in the space that you want to be to be productive. Okay? So how does food zap your time? Well, do this. Eat completely clean food. Meat, vegetables, nuts, seeds, some fruit, a little bit of starch, absolutely no sugar, no wheat, no dairy. Eat that way for three weeks. See how amazing you feel, how driven you are, how motivated you are to get more done, and then... Flip the script. Do uh, a supersize me or just pick any of the fast food restaurants. Eat fast food all the time. Everything is zapped. You suddenly have less time. You're procrastinating more. Your brain just doesn't work properly when you make poor food choices. So fix your nutrition. Okay. Next, avoiding difficult tasks. What does this mean? Procrastination. Okay. Of course. If you procrastinate, you're zapping your time and productivity. That makes complete sense to all of us, right? If we keep pushing off something, then we're never going to do it, right? Uh, so, how to not procrastinate? Well, it goes into the system by which you are running your days. So, if you have a plan for what you're going to get done, uh, and I do mine the night before, mine, mine are. I have a very detailed system for big plans for the year, and those of you guys that follow my content, look at the other videos for this this plan. But I plan my years, plan my quarters, I plan my months, my weeks, my days. So for the days, to avoid difficult tasks like procrastination, I plan the day before, and I pick one to three things. Most people have this pitfall of having this running list, and they never get to it, ever they can never check all those boxes and it adds stress and then that leads to procrastination which kills time and productivity there's a book one of the books out there about this topic it's called eat the frog that's this eating the frog is a killing your most difficult task first i don't completely subscribe to that though if that is your number 1 pitfall here i recommend reading that book and implementing that immediately The next one, productivity killer, is sitting. Sitting is the new smoking. Right now I'm standing. If you don't believe me, how could I jump up and down, okay? Sitting is the new smoking. Why? It causes a whole mess of health problems. If you watch my videos on non-exercise activity thermogenesis or moving around and walking, you'll understand more of this. But if you don't get up and move, the blood and the brain not working properly. If you sit more, it leads to more procrastination. Actually, the worst (laughs) kind of trifecta of this is you didn't sleep last night. You've been sitting all day and you've been eating junk, right? You are going to procrastinate. You're going to have bad app habits. You're not going to get anything done. It's literally almost impossible. And you're going to feel like Back to the beginning of this video when I talked about this, I don't have time. Well, if you took the time to fix that stuff that I just talked about, you wouldn't be in this position. Okay. Perfectionism is the next habit that could be zapping your time. Okay. And this is a big one uh, with my clients because basically everybody I work with is highly intelligent, Okay, I don't work with people, and I don't know if it's like a universe type of thing, if they just kind of find me, or maybe it's because of what I do as a coach, I tend to attract, uh, you know, just more intelligent people. But the intelligence sometimes leads to perfectionism, and I've been guilty of all of these things, and this is another one that I've totally been guilty of. But, the lesson is that imperfect action it beats analysis every single time. So instead of, uh, you know, watching this video and, you know, arguing with me and seeing well, Brian's wrong about poor food choices, lack of sleep, and bad app habits, blah, 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 or studying and fact-checking everything I'm saying rather than just implementing all the stuff, sleeping better, getting off of Candy Crush, eating good foods, uh, doing the hardest thing first, in the day standing instead of sitting uh this is all going to lead to you quitting your habit of perfectionism now i know it's a habit that plagues high performers so i don't blame you for it i get it but it almost killed one of my businesses so don't let it happen to you looks like cindy joined us hello last one and I think I'm already, I'm right at 20 minutes, so I'm going to try to wrap this up quickly. But this topic might go on a little bit. I'm sorry if I do. Uh, not delegating, okay? So that is a major productivity killer. Now, I know what you're all thinking. You all think, as a business owner or as a manager, you got to delegate these different tasks. That is along the lines of what I'm talking about. That is part of it, absolutely. You have got to delegate certain things to other people. But what I'm really talking about here, other than delegating lower-level tasks that you have assistants for and other employees for, you must delegate what I call brain RAM. Okay? Us, as human beings, we're only capable of housing so much information at one time. So if you don't have a system to get all that crap out of your head and put it somewhere and not just dump it somewhere, because if you leave it there, it doesn't really do anything. It's got to get moved out of there and then it's an action has to happen because of it. But delegating what's in your brain is extremely important and it is a productivity killer and a time killer. Why? If you're an entrepreneur, you know exactly what I'm about to say. This thing can keep you up at night. I have popped out of bed at 2 a.m. because I had a new business idea or I had a new idea of how to wow my clients or I had a new way to explain something or coach somebody and I had to jump out of bed and deal with it because my brain was racing. Those are more rare now, but what's more typical of the entrepreneur brain is to think about this conversation with this supplier this conversation with this client, all this stuff that i got to do tomorrow, and it just takes up space. So, Cindy, I'll get to your question in a second. So delegating your brain RAM ram has a couple of different uh, processes. The first is the brain dump. But once you get it all out on papers, or brain dump out on paper or whatever system you're using, I use apps, uh, the next step is to delegate that into when you're going to accomplish these tasks. So Cindy asks, how do you delegate papers myself have to write? Well, first of all, if you're writing, hopefully your English is better than that. Uh, so I'm going to try to decipher this. Maybe you could clarify the question a little bit. I'm going to try to say it again and see if I can understand How do you delegate papers I myself have to write? Okay, well, if you're a writer by trade, you likely have deadlines for certain papers. And if you were listening to the last 10 minutes of ranting, what I was saying is delegating isn't just delegating of tasks, it's delegating of the brain ram. So I myself write a lot every single day. So can I delegate that? No, it's high level copywriting. And I want the voice to come from me. So I don't delegate that to another person. But what I do is I take all the topics that I'm going to write about, and I put them out into the, the sheet that I was just discussing And then I delegate when I'm going to chunk these out. Some of these pieces are much longer, and they can't be done in one sitting. Some pieces for writing copy or helping people with ads, for example, I can rattle them off in one sitting. Uh, In my course that goes along with my coaching program, some of that stuff took months and months to actually write. I didn't delegate it to other people. So... I think the question to ask yourself, Cindy, is where are you spending your time? Back to the beginning of uh, this entire video. So where are you spending your time and what can you delegate to free yourself up to focus on writing more? Now, if you are a copywriter by trade, the eventual evolution of your business is to hire other copywriters. So you 100% can delegate that uh, depending on the style of writing you're doing, but with no clarity of the question, it is very, very difficult uh, to answer. So, now we're over on time, and if you guys have additional questions, just post them in the comments, and I will get to them. Please make them clear, and use punctuation. Thank you.